0: Hello fellow nerds and welcome to our nerviest thing today. We are live with a very special guest author Delta James Delta is a USA today best-selling paranormal and contemporary romantic suspense author Whose goal is to captivate readers with stories about complex curvy heroines and the dominant alpha males who adore them For Delta romance is more than just a love story. It's a journey with challenges and thrills along the way After creating a second chapter for herself that was dramatically different than the first Delta now resides in Florida where she relaxes on warm summer evenings with her lovable pack of basset hounds as they watch the birds squirrels and lizards when not crafting fast-paced tales she enjoys horseback riding walks on the beach and white water rafting. Welcome to the podcast Delta. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: I'm so jealous you're in Florida. Our pools close here tomorrow and yeah. I've been in a horrible mood all day. I, and I, so Delta, this is tan for me. And so like I looked down today and I was like, oh man, this is gonna be gone in like a week. Yeah, And that, that it's usually paler than this.
1: The funny thing is um, we didn't buy a pool when we moved down here. We didn't buy a house with a pool and we weren't sure we'd use it and blah, 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 blah. Then we realized pools don't close here because it's never cold here um and i mean it's really funny because if you if you see people who've been in florida for a long time if it gets to like 65 they're walking around in parkas Um, i I kid you not you're kind of like really seriously (laughs) okay um but we found this place this app that you can rent a private pool by the hour and we are now going three to four times a week and doing water aerobics in the pool and just Love it. It's like Airbnb for swimming. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's basically, awesome. is that's exactly what they based it on, and they 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 also have you can rent tennis courts and. All kinds of things, but it's just amazing. We just love it.
2: Here's the thing, though if I if I owned a pool, the whole thing would be able would be to swim naked. (laughs) And I'm sure you have to sign a thing. I will not get nude in this
1: person's pool, right? No, I I don't think they will let you do that. But that me too. If we had a pool here at home, oh yeah, I'd be skinny dipping all the time. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. Why would you have that barrier? (laughs) Silly. More laundry.
0: I would be way too uh nervous that somebody would see me somebody uh, that i don't want to see just
2: duck under the water
0: or, or the water is
2: clear also they've seen boobies before it's fine Not yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i have a best friend who always says if somebody sees something they haven't seen before tell them to take a polaroid and make a fortune with it <laughs> <laughs> it's out of this world yeah <laughs> or but- should be one of the two
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Delta, tell us about how you knew that you wanted to be an author. What Was there a moment where you thought, yes, this is something I want to do? Was it a slow kind of transition into writing? How did that happen for you?
1: It's one of those things that when you're... Um, I think for me, as a young woman, I was reading romance, and I thought, "Oh God, that'd be a great way to make a living." And you have this idea that you're sitting around in negligees, eating bonbons all day.
2: <laughs> Wait, you're not is
1: isn't it? But okay, it's a fun fantasy. <laughs> um, and I just kind of, you know, you you go, "Well, I've got to be an adult, and I've got to make a living, and I've got to do this, and I've got to do that." And so I went on with my life, and I did all kinds of things. And one night, this is when I talk about the second chapter. I was sitting, I had moved from the Pacific Northwest where I grew up to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was sitting in my living room. My dogs are around me at television or something, and I thought, what happened to the girl whose motto was always fortune favors the bold? I've lost her, and I want her back. And so I thought, okay, how do I do that? Cause I'm a real practical person. You give me a, you, I want you to do this. Or I tell myself, I want to do that. It's like, okay, that's the goal. Now let's back up and get all the steps I need to do to do that. Right. And so I, I thought, what's something you've always wanted to do. First off, you're going to have to banish fear from your decision-making process. Mm-hmm. Because to me, the dirtiest four-letter word in the English language is fear. Absolutely. It trumps everybody else, everything else. Um, it it stops so many people from doing so many things. But I'm not saying be an idiot and go jump off a cliff because you thought it looked like fun.
2: Well, they'll only do but, that once. So. Yeah, <laughs> they and maybe they'd to enjoy the
1: trip not. and it'd be worth it to them. <laughs> but I just there's so many things we don't do for fear of failing. And then I think what comes after fear of failing is if you do it and it works, then you're then you're afraid of success and you're like, oh God, now what do I do? But I decided the one thing I'd always wanted to do was write a novel. It was something I had talked to my folks about who were both dead. My dad had always encouraged me to write. And I just decided I'm going to write a novel. And I was reading a lot of erotic romance at the time. And some of it was really good. And some of it was really, really poor. Mm. And I, I, I hate to say this, but I thought if they, if these writers who are writing bad, bad books, who can't, really string a sentence together properly and making money so can i what i didn't understand is they probably weren't making money either but still (laughs) (laughs) because i do think readers are far more sophisticated than that i think there was a time you could take sex scenes and string them together without a lot in between and a no plot and people would read them because it's all they had right right and then 50 shades opened up And people decided they weren't ashamed to read romance books, especially steamy ones. And that meant a whole lot more people started doing it. There was a whole lot more money at stake. People got better. And the people who haven't changed and adapted to that have gone by the wayside.
2: But They have also gotten better, right?
1: Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, so I just really decided that was something I wanted to do. And so I sat down and wrote it. And um, I had contacted an author I read. I was talking to her about something else. She she knew I knew horses, and she didn't. And we got to talking about something. And I said I sort of made the offhand comment, and she said, um, "Hey, send me your first chapter. Let me read it. I'll tell you if it's any good or not." She said, Do "You know me well enough to know if it's not good. I'll say to you, that's a really sweet dream, and I'm glad you have it, but it's not going to work." <laughs> so I did.
0: Be done. She not that. only
1: did she read it, she sent it to her publisher. And her pub and and then told me she'd done that. I was like, (gasps) and and her publisher contacted me and they wanted the whole manuscript. I submitted the whole manuscript. That's
0: awesome. And
1: on Thanksgiving Day in 2018, 2017, no, 2018. So that was like, anyhow, within very short time, they contacted me and said, we want your book. So I wrote that book. I wrote wrote six books for that publisher. Well, and I love that
2: a, a fellow author held you up And said, this is really good. And I'm going to make sure it happens for you Mm -hmm. because we've seen some dirty things happen on books lately. Yeah. And it's, it's very discouraging. Mm -hmm. It is. And it makes, you said that four letter word fear, it makes people scared to put themselves out there. Mm -hmm there is some sabotage happening that like makes me sick to my stomach so yeah. I love hearing a good positive story
1: yeah I I, it's um the woman was Piper Stone and Piper's a good friend and she was the one who said to me don't use your real name and don't tell anybody you write this because it can be used as a weapon against you yeah so I didn't And I wrote, my first book came out in July of 2018 as as Delta James. I changed my pen name, became Delta James. um, And the book hit and hit big. And I was up at my favorite place having my Saturday brunch, which was my treat to myself. Because I worked a 50 to 60 hour a day week job. And I still wrote at least two hours a night. And on the weekends, I wrote at least six hours a day. So my little treat was on Saturday mornings. I went up to this place I really liked and had this great breakfast they had. And I'm having breakfast and my phone is blowing up in my purse. And I finally, I picked it up and it's um, Piper Stone and Adeline Wright, who are both friends of mine and said, they're like, did you see what your book is doing? Where are you? And I'm like, what? And they're like, have you looked at the ranking? And I literally, Piper loves to tease me about this. I, I said to her on the phone, Piper, and she said what? And I said, what's a ranking and she went <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love how, how humble you were about it yeah, though that's great. Just, yes. she's like okay let me explain ranking to you and at first and i think at the time the book was like at 1200 and change and i was like oh it's 1200 and she's like okay there's at least six million books on amazon and your book is in the top basically thousand. Shut up. Oh, the top like one percent. Yeah,
2: awesome. yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, you're yeah. It's, I mean, I've I have friends who will say, oh, you know, I never got out of thirty thousand. It's like, well, well, hang on. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what that percentage means. Yeah. Yes, the number is big, and you don't like it. And you want a smaller. I get that, but you're still doing a whole lot better than the people that are three hundred thousand right or 3 million or 380 million so you have to remember to be to look at things with relativity you have to put them in context to understand them so um I was very lucky the book hit big my publisher liked it um he literally called me that night and said boy I sure hope you have more of those written because we're gonna need them (laughs) he said well well, I'll, I'll get on that James and I did so that was a lot of fun Wow, and well, was my first series. Great.
0: And I love too that connection that you had with that you know author friend who who said, "I'll read this for you." Was you helping her too, mm-hmm. right? Like that, just it. Like you were saying, it's nice to see not just authors but women being friends, yes, mm-hmm. know, and helping each other and being friendly <laughs> and not yeah, make, and just well, just being or, there
1: for each other. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and not being you know. Because it would be easy for somebody to be bitter. Like, you know, that's something you writing a book is something that I wish I was doing. So it's easy to get bitter about stuff like that,
1: you know. And I think it is. And I I do understand when I get, and there are a lot of people who have been writing for a lot longer than I have that look at me and go, what the hell? That's not fair. You know, wow, how come she gets to do this? Yeah. Um, and I understand that because there is um, an element of luck in it. Mm-hmm. now i worked my ass off don't work no misunderstanding i was just was about bad. to
2: correct you the yeah. only the only luck was that you had someone to send it to like i i don't want you to diminish the amount of
1: work i'm not I, i'm truly not diminishing myself but there is an element of luck will you write the right book at the right time and get it out to the right people will you there is an element that you cannot control there's a lot of things you can And when I get asked by people, what's the number one thing people need to learn to do to write and be successful? And I I say, this is going to sound very simplistic and kind of snarky. And I don't mean it that way. Sit your ass in the chair and write.
2: Yeah. I see people on
1: on social media all day going, I have no time to write. And I think, get off social media and do it. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to get caught up in 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 social media and doing the, all the other things you have to do, but you have to carve out time for yourself to write. And if you can't, you're you're going to have it's going to be really really hard. Um, everybody says all, all most people when they talk about me, they'll tell you I'm a beast and I'm a machine because I can turn out books the way I do, but. I have my best friend that we decided since we were always at each other's house, we just buy a house together because it made more sense.
2: That's what we said um, we're going to do when we all our husbands die. We're all moving yeah. together. And the downstairs is going to be a craft room.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, well, and Chris loves to cook. She's very organized. We have four dogs between us. She takes care of all that. She takes care of all the house stuff. We have a house cleaner that comes in, but she loves to cook and she runs all the errands. And if I need to mail books, she does that. And then I have a PA who um, is a genius and I am i wouldn't be where I am without Renee. Yes, I write good books. And she always says to me, no, you give me good books to sell, which <laughs> is true. But we defined our relationship early on. I write them, she sells them, and we don't tell each other how to do our jobs. I know maybe a third of what Renee actually does for me. Right. I just know it does and she, it works. And so I just let her do whatever the hell she wants. Literally, she laughs about it, but so I'm very lucky because I can write eight to 10 hours a day,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and not have have to worry about anything else. I was going to ask if you got to leave your 50 hour a week job when you started writing. I, I wrote, um, until April, I worked until April of 2019 and they changed my job at work and made it from something I really loved to something I really was going to hate
2: right
1: and I called Renee and asked her about money and where we were and where she saw it going and I called and she said quit quit you can make more money and I called my publisher and he said same thing we'll make more money quit and I walked in and and literally quit and gave the notice and I got a call from, it was a big corporation, branches all over the United States. And I got a call from Baton Rouge, which was was the corporate office. And they said, and I had met and gotten to know the corporate uh, head of HR. And she said to me, what do I have to do to keep you? I don't want to lose you. And I said, well, you can't because I, I have another job. And she goes, I'll steal you back. They stole you from me. I'll steal you back. And I said, no, you won't i am gonna go to work she said well what are you gonna do and i said i'm writing novels and there was this pause right can't really compete <laughs> and she goes do you have a pen name have you been published and i said yes i have a pen name and yes i've been published and she goes like a lot of books and i went well fair number and she went oh my god you're delta james That is so cool. Yes, I am. (laughs) She just she goes, I love your books. Oh, that's so so it was a very it was I spent the last two days of my job signing people's books.
2: Again, like another hype girl on your team going, Yes, "Yes, you should quit. I love your
1: books. (laughs) Yeah. Really cool. cool. It's it's really that's the best part for me is when people say to me, I love your books, or you know, they, they gave me so many people wrote to me during COVID saying it's so nice to have an escape. It's so, I just, so it's so nice to have an escape. I don't have to deal with this crap. Um, I get, thank you. I, people, when women write me and tell me that I've changed their lives, I'm kind of like, I, I just write romance books. You know, I just, <laughs> I just entertain people. That's all I do. Um, Cause that's how I see this. It's entertainment. And, um, but I, I literally tear up. I mean, it, it, I feel so humble that I was able to help somebody. It's just amazing to me. And like, I just had a birthday and I had thousands of birthday wishes in my email. I mean, it was, it was insane. I would, I would see the email and I go in and there'd be hundreds and I, I respond to all of them. Cause I figure if you write to me, I'm going to at least say thank you very much. Um, and then I, Go do something and I'd come back and there'd be another several hundred. It's like, okay, well, okay. alrighty then. I
2: need your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it was like, um, you know, she said, oh, well, Renee said to me, You know, most authors don't like respond to those. And I said, Yeah, but I do. And can I'm also let the let author that if somebody walks up to you and says, Can you sign a napkin or can you do this or can I take a selfie with you? The answer is always yes. If I'm at a book signing and you're coming and you have one of my paperbacks, I don't care if you buy it from me at the thing, at the con, I'm going to sign your damn book. That's just the way I am. And I've gotten crap from some event planners because they don't like that. I don't know why they're not making any money off my book. (laughs)
2: I have have to say though, Delta, that fans notice those things, right? Like we communicate with authors daily and I can tell you the ones that won't respond to us. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, all all we need is a simple, no, you know, you know what I mean? Like we, because Hmm. we want to work with authors and we want to support authors. And if you're not into that, it's completely cool, but I could right now give you five of them because people do respond and, and you remember that. And um I used to work with someone that said people won't always remember what you do but they'll remember the way you make them feel. Mm-hmm.
1: And I yes, and don't remember what you don't do as right, well. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I always have I have this thing and the people who read my books, my readers will tell you. I have a thing about the word fan. I have a real problem with it. Because it feels very um the power dynamic between the two doesn't feel good. You know, it's like I'm the author, you're the fan. Right, <laughs> I'm the writer. You're the reader. We have a symbiotic relationship. Without me, you don't have the things to read that you want to read. Without you, I don't have a business. It's just that simple. And I never, ever, ever forget that, you know. And so I try to take care of my readers. Um, my reader group is known for being one that's a lot of fun to be in, and there no bullying comes on because trust me, it's called Delta's Wayward Pack, and. Trust me, if somebody starts to bully somebody, the alpha bitch here steps in and they're gone. <laughs> I'm not there's is no that your
2: Facebook group, Delta. Is that on Facebook? Yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to go follow that because we love being in romance author Facebook groups. Oh, you'll
1: have fun. It's it's yeah. a really there are times we talk about things in there that I think, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe we're talking about this. Um, because they're real sensitive. But what I get told by people is they feel safe there. Mm-hmm. They feel like they can say something and, and nobody will judge them and nobody will come after them. And I have a friend who belongs to my group. She does not read my books. She does not like steamy romance, but she's supportive of me. And she it's I, I, I try to post um, uplifting things on on the, in the pack as well. And she said to me, she said, Oh, I just don't know if I can get up one more time. And a bunch of people immediately responded to her in the thread and she said she, had, she said I had twice as many. Send me a private message. Are you okay? What are you doing? Can I help? I've been where you are. Da da da. And she was just like, I'm just blown away. But people are the best people. I really it's are. It's a real
0: com- it's a real community. Yeah, truly. Is. Mm-hmm. Well, Delta, we want to talk a little bit about um, a couple of your new releases that are coming up i think okay. have two coming up in the next couple of months and then oh, deb, I have
1: yes at least two uh,
0: deb <laughs> well this is what was on your website delta yeah.
1: <laughs> which is under I'm construction
0: sure, yeah i'm sure you have more in the works but we're going to talk about a couple of upcoming books and then deb's going to do a speed round with you okay uh, so can we talk a little bit about stolen Mate and wildfires because those are okay. part of two different series is that right
1: that is correct. Okay. Stolen Mate is part of the Mystic River series, which came out of a book that I wrote called Defiant Mate. And um, I just thought I'd try it and see what happened. And Stolen Mate is, I think, the sixth or seventh book, and the, maybe the eighth book. No, seventh book in, in the series. And it's a small town um, shifter romance um, that's set up in Alaska.
2: You
0: said shifter romance. Did you
1: see all of us go I was like, "Oh, like, <laughs> oh what? <laughs> Tell <Yeah>. me more." <laughs> yes. and So it's it's this this group it's a, a town full of nothing but shifters of all kinds. There's wolf shifters and different kinds of shifters. And um this book stolen mate is about a woman who was basically stolen as a child and she has no idea she's a shifter. Oh, she's gone. She find, she knew she was adopted, but as her, the woman who raised her is dying. She says to her, you have to read these journals. You have to read these journals. And so she starts this journal and she thinks, oh my God, the woman who wrote this is crazy because she's talking about shifting and doing this and doing that. And so she's, um, she goes up, she, she goes to find her roots and then discovers who she is and what she is oh. and how that plays out. Nice. So,
0: so that series, this might be a silly question, but I'm going to ask mm-hmm. it anyway. Is it one where you must start with book one and it all builds on itself? Or is it kind of all in one universe, but they're kind of standalone books?
1: They, I think they're better if they're read in order because there's, you know, they're you, when you write, you're world building all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. But no, you could pick up one in the middle and start and be fine. Okay. And you could figure it out. It's not that complicated. um and I try and put enough in books that if somebody does do that, they will know what's going on. They won't go, "Huh? Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't like books that are absolutely dependent upon one another mm-hmm. um, because it's like I may not get back to it, or I may decide I don't like one book, or I may decide, you know. So for me, it's I write um, standalone books, and I, I write books that are somewhat standalone, pretty much standalone, all in a series.
0: So tell us about Wildfires. That's a different series.
1: Wildfires is my winged warrior series, and it's dragon shifters. And these guys are mercenaries. And Wildfire, um, the first book and where the mercenaries are based is out in the West. Um, He's gone back East uh, to deal with some human trafficking um, of Drakina. And so he uh when you first meet him and you first meet the heroine, he is chained to the floor of a basement in a warehouse. Oh, wow. That's and she's a detective, and so that's where she does. Cool. Okay. So I'm- it's it's how that all relates. And um the 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 first book um which was Phantom Fire was came out was spun out of another series called um rain of fire um and he was a minor character in that book and i had people just we want his story we want his story we want his story and i gotta tell you if people say that to me enough i go okay i'm gonna write that book i'm going to do that you know i'm pretty i'm pretty upfront about that so um and and my readers know that they know if they start ganging up on me i'll pretty much cave into what they want so Uh, (laughs)
2: Well, that just means you really love your readers and yes. your are listening. I do.
1: Very, very much.
2: Well, I want to go into what we call the nerdy and dirty speed round. And I'm just okay. going to give you some prompts and answer as quick as you want to. And then we'll go into what we call three tough questions and four random questions. Okay. So let's get started on the nerdy and dirty speed round. Last song you listened to.
1: Um, Seven Island Suite by Gordon Lightfoot.
2: What fictional character do you have a crush on?
1: Whichever hero I'm writing at the time.
2: Nice. <laughs> what book series do you always recommend? Um, of my books, probably Mercenary Masters. What TV series should everyone watch?
1: Oh God, that's hard. Midsummer Murders.
2: What book character would you get nerdy and dirty with?
1: Robert Fitzwalter.
2: <laughs> what food do you refuse to eat?
1: Oh, there's so many. Broccoli um mushrooms and uh cauliflower
2: what paranormal power would you want to have
1: Ooh, that's a good one i think i'd like to be a shifter i think that would be a lot of fun to be yeah, able that would to be fun. shift yeah. into something else
2: do you have a specific being you would want to shift into off the top of your head
1: um as much as I love horses, not a horse because they don't do well. Um, I probably, <laughs> probably do either a wolf or one of the big cats. I was like a jaguar. I, was, I like that.
2: What's your favorite weekend activity?
1: Um, that's hard. I I hanging out with the dogs. I think um, I have four bassets who live with me that 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 are our bassets, and we refer to them as the girls. and just being able to spend time with them loving on them and not going no no mommy can't do that right now mommy has to write so do you prefer smut or plot both i i oh no why choose that's my answer why choose
3: (laughs) same delta same i
1: can't i can't i don't like clean romance and but i don't like stuff that there's no plot so i want both of course yeah What's your favorite childhood book? Oh, that's easy. Mr. Misty of Chinookity
2: What by Marguerite you, Henry. Marguerite Henry. What are you currently reading or what's the last book you finished and loved?
1: Um, Let's see. The last book I finished and loved was probably Right to Riches by Renee Rose, um, which is a nonfiction book. Fiction, it was probably something by Lexi Black.
2: Oh, she's great. She's really great. And do you prefer cake or pie? cobbler Ooh. oh I, I like a good cobbler too No, we might need to add that yeah um, now we're all <laughs> hungry <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's talk a little bit about um I mean these are tough questions but they're they're not going to be tough give us a scene that you edited out but really wish that you could have kept in one of your books um I uh,
1: that time And he said we couldn't do it because he felt it endorsed suicide. I didn't. A woman was in a bad situation. She was with this thing that was basically a monster. And she was going to throw herself from the uh, Seattle Space Needle because she just didn't want to be somebody's slave. Um, And he said, no, you you can have her think about trying to get away, but you can't do that. So um, I would have put a trigger on it. But I mean... I thought it was important to understand how much she didn't want to be there.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: And she was looking and saying, no, no, this would be preferable. There's a
3: desperation so. there that you can't really.
1: you put. Yeah. Out- I mean, she yeah. just, she was raised in a society where once a, 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 a year, this guy came and took one of the virgins for tribute. Um, and she got chosen, didn't want to be. Well when they chose her, she said, yeah, no, thanks. And um <laughs> and so they took her, he took her anyway. But you know, she um she just said, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm this is what I want. So yeah.
2: give us a specific detail. that's that would be the one. Yeah. Can you give us a specific detail Hello? Of your oh can you hear me? Are us? we lagging? As soon as everyone it... Oh
1: my goodness! I lost you guys somehow. Oh, there we are.
2: Now, okay. Give us. Give me just one second, Delta. My family just came home, and I think probably (laughs) everyone's on Wi-Fi. Just one second. You'd think in this day and age, this would not happen anymore, but but it does. Okay, so my question was, what? get off the Wi-Fi. Um, Give us a super specific detail about one of your characters that doesn't affect your story, but makes you love them.
1: I think, and it applies to most of my heroes, um, that they too are looking for love. They're looking for that that one person that will complete them. So many times in romance books, it's the woman who's looking for love and da da da, which is true. But I think there are a lot of men that want that too. Oh, of course. So
2: that's a great detail. And do you have any writing rituals that might be different from other authors?
1: Honestly, I don't think so. I just said, I, you know, I said at the, when we were talking, I, I tell people, and this is what I do, I sit my ass in the chair and write. And that's what I do. I, I have my bottle of water or bottle of whatever I'm drinking and uh, kick back and just go to town.
2: I thought, um, I definitely thought you were about to say, I have my bottle of wine. I said, <laughs>
1: <start> <laughs> no, it's really funny. I write a lot of things set in vineyards and I don't drink wine at all. Can't stand it. Um, so <laughs> I'm pretty much a tequila and scotch kind of girl. Hey, so <laughs> uh,
2: you're here. <laughs> that's
3: tequila in that cup. So we're going to move on then to a section we call for random questions. So these aren't okay. really as serious as these are more random and they're not really about writing necessarily. So the first one is what's your astrological sign and how do you relate to that sign's tendencies?
1: Uh, I'm a Virgo and I am a perfectionist and I'm very driven and I'm very ambitious. And a lot of people think that the Virgo sign means we don't like sex and it's just the opposite. So <laughs>
2: I was about to say Virgo people are very driven and go after what they want. So I, I don't really see why a Virgo wouldn't like sex. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <Duh>. <laughs> Is there a scene from any book, yours or otherwise, that makes you blush? No. I was going to say, you don't seem like the kind of person that would blush over. I don't,
1: I don't blush. I don't get uh, embarrassed by things. Um, I think I have a great sense of humor and can laugh at myself. I always tell anybody I'm going to do an interview with or the talks to me or whatever. Um, And I I do a reading on the third Thursday of the month in the group. And I have a chat going and people always always say, they'll say, well, I don't want to, it's like, I don't care what you ask me. You can ask me anything. I will not be offended. If I don't want to answer you, that's what I'll tell you. I won't lie to you either. I'll say. Yeah. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> but other than that, but I have yet to have anybody say to ask me something that I wasn't willing, to answer. willing to answer. I'm pretty at front and open. I love that.
3: Have you ever, so you do write paranormal romance. So have you yes. ever seen a ghost or had any paranormal experiences yourself?
1: Um. Yeah, I've, I've been, uh, I've been uh, places where ghosts were and you can, you can feel their presence and you can see things move and, you know,
3: Do you have a story that like, kind of was like, whoa, that was definitely a ghost.
1: Mine is more like, that's really interesting. I'm fascinated by things. I don't get afraid of a lot of things. I tend to be more, I used to scuba dive. And I tell you this only because people didn't like to scuba dive with me. Why you may ask? Because I'm fascinated with sharks. (laughs) So instead of going, oh my God, there's a shark in the water. I'd be like, they are so cool that's the coolest thing because they stopped evolving before man started they're perfectly suited to their environment i find them fascinating so that you know i i don't always have the most normal reactions to things i tend to kind of go whoa you know so All right.
0: it's okay i'll be scared for the both of us <laughs> So don't worry about that.
3: <laughs> I feel like you probably have a specific answer for this one, and the the question is, what is your zombie apocalypse plan?
1: You know, I'm not into zombies. I never under. I still don't get it. I don't get zombie roaming. I don't get any of that. But teach their own. I my zombie. You know, I'd have a. I'd have a sword. I used to work with swords. I'd have a sword. I'd just be cutting off their heads if they tried to come bug me.
2: That's
3: exactly <laughs> yeah. what I thought you would
1: well,
2: say. <laughs> She'd go, that is so cool. And is then you amazing. just shot the head off.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It'd be, no, it'd be more like, man, are you ugly? Boom. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't respond the way most people do.
2: <laughs> I love your curiosity for the world around you, <laughs>
3: though. Yeah. yeah.
0: Always stay curious. Yes. <laughs>
2: So uh,
3: can you I mean I don't know it might be secret I don't know can you give us any insight into what you're writing next? Give us
1: um I, I have books in in Mystic River and um it's spin-offs the sister series Otter Cove that are all set up in Alaskan small towns. Um I'm gonna be doing that, but you want you want a real real absolutely yes. top secret? Re- Renee's gonna kill me when she sees us. <laughs> yes,
2: please. <laughs> yes.
1: I am, uh, well, first, I'm going to go back up for a second. Uh, the next one is a book called The Keeper, which is set in my Club Southside series. And instead of the man being the hero and going to protect the heroine, it's a woman who's the operative. And she's a sniper. Count and she's going to go in. protect yes. the guy. Bye.
0: So yeah, the
1: super hand. secret thing is a little thing close to my heart. And it's called Mystery, She Wrote. And it is for women who are mystery writers and they meet at a uh, conference and they become really good friends and they form a club that they call the mystery writers murder club. And they meet once a month at each other's hometowns up in Maine. And they're going to, their, their purpose is to solve cold cases. That's what they plan to do. Hmm. But then of course a murder occurs and they have to solve the murder. So that's what's coming up. It's very.
2: Is it one of the four that get slayed no you say oh. okay okay so
1: they no no it. i learned early on you don't kill off characters people like People <laughs> get very upset with you i see people go oh i just love doing that i'm thinking nope not me mm-hmm. i don't need that kind yeah. of attention do you have
0: a timeline for the mystery she wrote or is it still so early so early no on? the first
1: one will come out in i think november oh, and then there'll be oh. one every other month
0: awesome so that's an our nerdiest thing exclusive yes that is an our
1: nerdiest thing exclusive it has not gone anywhere i've we've hinted at it a couple of places but i haven't told anybody anything so thank you for uh,
0: trusting us with that information
1: oh well it's really fun because we did um renee decided to put together a video um and then the guy who does all my narration for me for my audiobooks did the voiceover so it's very well done and it's really cool and i'm really excited so are
2: all of your books available on audio
1: if they aren't they will be i mean i'm in the process of getting a, we've pretty much jt maybe a, a one or two books behind but basically they come out as close to when they come out as a um as a book as possible because i have a lot of people who really really love audiobooks i love which is audiobooks specifically Well, the funny thing about it is, the first audiobook I I, really—I tried to listen to a couple many years ago, didn't like them. And the first one I ever actually listened to was one of my own. Was the first one I put out, and I was like, "Damn, this is this is really good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This shit (laughs) can write." Kind of. Awesome. So,
1: imposter syndrome is real. I don't care where you are on the spectrum. (laughs) That's
3: true. We are going to see you at Lit here yes. coming up soon. I don't know when this is going to air, but maybe after the fact. But we're super excited about that. Do you have any other festivals or signings that um, that you're going to? Be- um,
1: I have a one in North Carolina next year. Um, I have a small one that's really odd in Palm Bay, but I'm not sure if that's going to go because the the uh, event organizer has um, had a tragedy in her. Um family and so I'm not sure if she's gonna be available. And I think she should take care of her and her family before she does anything else. So
2: And what's the um, name of the the one in North Carolina you're going to next year? Is, is that I you knew mean? you
1: were gonna tell me it's it's um mm, I know it by TNT. Um
2: you know what? I'll get it, I'll get with you offline and I'll put it in the I'll show find
1: night. it. I'll find it for you.
2: Okay, great. <laughs>
1: Um, and it's, it's yeah, they invited me and I thought, oh, that sounds like fun. And I love North Carolina, so we're going to go do that.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, so where's the best place we can buy your books? Where would you prefer people to uh, buy their full Delta? I book?
1: honestly could care less. I <laughs> truly could care less. <laughs> I think people books. should be able to buy where they want to buy. Um, I built my audience being strictly KU. And in the last year, we have been moving stuff wide. Um, mainly because there are people who were never going to read my book because they don't want to deal with Amazon. right? And that's a legitimate thing. I don't have a problem with somebody saying that to me. So I do have wide platform with most, with a lot of my books now. I still have some stuff that's in KU because I have a lot of KU readers that are voracious readers they cannot afford to buy That's exactly yeah. all why the I, books. Have KU. Yeah. I
2: read so many books that we would not be able to eat
1: if I <laughs> exactly and so i did the books that are wide are in Kobo plus okay. okay great which is their version of ku the difference is you don't have for an author you don't have to be exclusive right. Um, right but it's the same thing you can download the app for free and it's a subscription it's like 7.99 a month so i figure you know if people if they're saying well you know but they can do that. So I try to make it, um, like I said, I have a lot of readers who are really voracious readers and they just can't find a four ninety nine 99 or five ninety nine every time they want to read a book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I try to give them options. That's great.
3: So we know you have a very active Facebook group that you've talked mm-hmm. about. Do you, are you anywhere else online that you consider somewhere that you'd be active?
1: Um, I'm not as active on um, Instagram or Twitter as I should be. And I know this, and TikTok, and not Twitter, but now it's X. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm more active on Facebook, and frankly, I'm most active in my reader group because those are the people who really want to be around me and be with right. me. And I try to do things for that group that I don't do anywhere else. I don't do live reads. I occasionally, if I have, if I'm in one of those takeover parties, I'll do one there, but I don't do live reads as a as a rule but I do do them once a month in um, in my group. It was really funny because like I said, I have them, they can chat and they check in and they ask questions and everything. And I, the read is always supposed to be like five to 10 minutes. And I always tell myself, it's only going to be like half an hour, 45 minutes total. And it's always <laughs> an hour and a half to two hours. So. And at one point I said, I said, are you guys like out there? Cause I wasn't getting a lot of questions. Are, or are you just listening to me? dither on. And they're like, we just like hearing you talk. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And so I do. So I tell stories and, you know, that's the thing I think I got from my dad was the ability to tell a story and and entertain people. I saw
2: something online the other day that said the 15 minutes of reading before bed are always the best three hours of my day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have to, either when I'm reading a book or if I'm writing a book, I have to have fifteen to thirty minutes when I'm done before I can go to sleep. I have to let my brain gear down. I'm like that too. My
2: Kindle, I will wake up holding my Kindle. Me too. Yeah. My husband makes fun of me. He's
3: like, "I saw your, I saw your Kindle go." (laughs) (laughs) So we end our podcast every week with uh, talking about what our nerdiest thing of the week is, and it could Mm -hmm. be something book related. It could be something with a fandom that we're involved in, or just something. Mm -hmm fun and nerdy that we did that week so we would love to hear what your nerdiest thing of the week was
1: let me see what was my nerdiest thing see i'm not actually good enough with technology to be a nerd i'll be honest <laughs> with you i always say i'm technologically challenged and i am
3: it doesn't need to uh, be tech- technology it be um let's see
2: about geek silly yeah geek,
3: like you know what i mean any of the any of those things where you're like okay that was like you fangirl over right. or whatever <laughs>
1: um let's see oh I love a a singer named Mary Chapin Carpenter oh yeah yeah and I I'm on her fan page and somebody had written something and I'd said well you know I love her stuff but three songs really changed my life and they made me become a writer I left my job because of it and I got a personal response from Mary Chapin Carpenter and I literally was gobsmacked I'm like that's the best. That is like, like yeah. It,
0: James, I love your book.
1: <laughs> well, she yeah. said she's no what she said to me is what I say to other people she said you have no idea what how it makes me feel when people say I changed their life. That's just wonderful. I'm so glad da 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 and we it was just like I was just and and Chris, who's my my friend that I live with, she said and now you know how your readers feel when they realize when they private message to you that it's you that's talking to them. Mm, Cuz yeah. I get them from people they'll go is it really you well who the hell else would it be um well nobody else seems to want the job
2: dot three keeps trying to follow me on instagram so (laughs) yeah it's like you're such a big fan of mine let's connect and i'm like well send me a nude picture and then we'll talk
0: Well, Delta, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It has been chatting with you, getting to know a little bit more about you. And we're, I'm more excited now to see you in person at Lit. Yeah. I
1: I will be there with bells on
2: paperbacks and, you know, (laughs) bring them with me.
1: I will have paperbacks. And like I said, I I really am. I, I know some event planners don't like it when you do that. But if somebody has already has paperbacks of mine and wants them signed, I'm not going to tell them no. And I had one event planner get very angry with me. That's against the rules. We're not going to do that. And the woman just looked crushed. You must buy your books here. She was just mean to my reader. And so me being the alpha bitch that I am said, (laughs) enough. And I looked at my reader and I said, this thing's over in about 40 minutes. I will meet you right out front. I will sign whatever you want me to sign.
2: And I did. It's like, well, I did,
1: uh, I did a thing where it was, a, it was at a Dallas conference. And I had a lot of readers who were in that area, but saying, I'm really shy I won't go to that. I'm really scared to go and da it up. I said, all right, I got it. I'm gonna make buttons. They're gonna say Delta does Dallas. And I'm gonna send it to you if you give me enough time. And if not, I'll have them at the registration table and up at the front desk of the hotel. And that way you can put that on and you'll, you'll be able to recognize each other. And so at least you'll know that person reads the same books you do. And they were like, yes. So That's I did that. Crazy. Went to the hotel. And the hotel said, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. We we won't let you, you know, we won't sell things for people. I said, no, 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 they're free. Yeah. You're just supposed to get it. If somebody asks for one, could you just give them one? She's like, like, seriously, they're just like free? I said, yeah, they're not free. And she went, okay. And we had barely gotten up to the room and she called up and she said, "Um, that small basket. And I said, yeah. And she goes, yeah, we need more buttons. Could you <laughs> <me more> buttons?" <laughs> So I did, but the next day when the reading was on, all of the front desk staff, half of the waiters, I mean, I had Delta Does Dallas on most of the staff. What a great. <laughs> it so cool. yeah. You know, it, it it was just fun to do. And and uh, but I wanted people to have, I know that sometimes people are afraid to go to those kind of things. They're intimidated. And I thought, at least if they can know that there's somebody else they can talk to besides me that they can go hang out with, they can have lunch with. And um, when we go, we usually like, I'm uh, usually put on Facebook, you know, Chris and I are in the so-and-so bar or we're over here doing this or we're over here doing that. So people know where we we are and if they want to come join us, they're welcome too.
0: That's yeah. amazing. That's, That's really cool. So awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being on. We're excited to meet you and get to talk a little more in person. In That'll be fun. Month. I know. So have a great rest of your night.
1: I will. You guys do the same. And thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank
0: Delta. you. We appreciate Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.